welcome to another episode of the B Team. Um, I know a lot of our listeners don't feel this way because a lot of our listeners probably don't uh, watch playoff hockey all day, but uh, I'm, for some reason, a little burnt out of sports, guys. Um, <laughs> the, the emotional start to this podcast, everyone. Um, I'm, I'm asking for, for help, uh, for guidance. Um, I just don't know what's going on here. I'm, I'm sure you guys are not in the same boat at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you guys have any thoughts, uh, condolences, anything, um, we'll take, we'll be taking calls later on the episode. Maybe right now, Pimo and Jerry could help me, but we'll take some calls too. And hopefully we can get some help with a special live episode. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to those callings uh, at the tail end of the episode as well. And we're here for you, Lee. Thank um, you. I don't think, yeah, I, I didn't anticipate that you were going to be uh, a washed-up sports fan a week and a half back into sports. But um, nonetheless, here we are, and we want to support you. I get it. You're, if you're watching hockey all day, because there really is hockey now all day, um, you may not feel you have anything else in your life going on right i think jerry's exactly right there the issue is that the sports are just non-stop now you got hockey all day you got basketball all day if you get bored of those baseball's always on too so it's almost like a sports overload going on right now where you um, you can't get away from it but yeah i you know i was in a there, there was no sports on for a while, and I was being very productive, you know, thinking, starting to think about the future, grabbed a couple LSAT books, you know, flipped mm-hmm. through, wow, what's going on. But then this came back, and I watched a hockey game yesterday. I don't know if anyone – have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I watched a game that started at 3 and ended at 9.30. Uh, it was a five-overtime game between Columbus and Tampa – and I watched the entire thing. I was working until six. And then, then I was just like making dinner and stuff. I just had it on. I was like, well, now I can't give up. So I just kept watching. They had to cancel the Bruins game, which I was getting ready for last night because they're all playing on the same ice in Toronto. And they have to disinfect the locker rooms and stuff afterwards. And this is a huge oversight that they should have seen and you know, overtime or shootout rule because – the Bruins played this morning at 11 to make up for last night's game and they went into double overtime. So that was my whole work day. And then the Capitals game got postponed to later. And this whole thing is, it's, it's of course the first game exposes how fucked everything is because they went to quintuple overtime, which has only happened four times. There's only been one team that did six overtimes once. I believe it was the Detroit Maroons in 1936, Jerry. Shout out to It was the Maroons. Yep, that's yeah, correct. Go, go M's. But yeah, I'm just, it's only been a couple of days and uh, this is a tough life, guys. So are there yeah. not any rinks in Toronto or wherever it is that they could use as a backup rink? That just seems like such a big oversight from the NHL. I think they're in a bubble. Like, okay, when they say bubble... Are they in a bubble? Is it like the movie Biodome? I think it might be. Is it a Biodome type situation? Because I've been wondering the same thing. I mean, what what the fuck do they mean by a bubble? Like what's in the NBA? Same thing. Are they in like a closed? Knowing the NHL, they have people testing at each door. 
but are they like sealed in there or is it just like a gated off area like a driving range is it like an indoor driving range situation and it's just like mm. over them you know and they have some fans hopefully they have fans in this bubble because it would get really hot and humid mm-hmm. it could be like the simpsons movie what they do to springfield I think that might be what's going on in all these bubbles. They're just the EPA is bringing in a massive dome and dropping it over the area that the players are contained in, but it's made out of enough material that there's no need to heat it or cool it. It's just the same as the outside. The Simpsons movie is one of those movies that's like pretty mediocre. It was like a money making thing from one of the most popular shows of all time, but I probably only saw it in theaters. But mm-hmm. for and I remember the whole plot and the whole trailer. I remember that they, they put the bubble over it because they're going to make room for a new Grand Canyon. And in the trailer, remember, Homer had a pig with mud on it and he was going spider pig. And you remember, I still remember the trailer. For the yeah, I do spider too. Pig. I do too. <laughs> spider pig brought it back for me. I didn't remember anything. <laughs> spider pig. Yeah. And like, we still remember, Sp- that's good marketing. Spider pig. Marketing spider pig. team to watch the trailer for the Simpsons movie. Yeah, that could be a good thing to share on Slack tomorrow, Lee. Just yeah. the Simpsons movie oh, trailer. That's a good, mm-hmm. good... Maybe I'll share it on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I showed someone the Simpsons for the first time, and they gave it a 6 out of 10. I was like, who the hell are you? This is wow. a classic. Who, who'd you show the Simpsons to? No one worthwhile. I mean, they they... Uh, like a, a co-worker from coaching and they weren't into it. What are, Were you at their, their place and like showed it to them or like you were like, hey, you should. No, we were at our place and uh, I was like, oh, we got put on the Simpsons. Who if puts on the Simpsons? Uh, well, we were, I had, um, that's a great question. I had, uh, what's it on now? Um, Ooh, Disney right Plus. There. Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. And so I was going through the Disney Plus catalog came across the simpsons they're like oh i've never seen them you've never seen the simpsons all right we have to watch it and then at the end i was like what did you think it's six out of ten it's like what I, I mean i get it i guess because compared to shows nowadays but come on it's 10 out of 10 yeah it's kind of like dry compared to what we have now yeah but it revolutionized yeah animated but, tv as we know it yeah but if you just go and well, I know if you listen to you know, like some old stuff, you're like, Oh, I see. This is cool. I respect this. That led to rock and roll music, but it still sounds like Conway Twitty. No. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, been a pretty, pretty big uh, hockey uh, for me, but what have you guys been, been up to watching any sports? I have um, not been watching as much sports as I wanted. My Robert just came in and uh, gestured for us to do the Frisbee game out front, which I'm telling him I can't do right now. And instead of – can't play right now. On the air. We're fucking up the podcast. <laughs> I'll kick your ass in a bit. Now, I haven't played, though. I, haven't, I mean, I haven't watched as much sports. I got used to not watching. Now watching – Again, trying to, and uh, just haven't got too deep into it. <laughs> well, Jerry, it's got to be tough since there's no Detroit teams in either bubble. So 
Thank um, you. That's a good excuse to have my back. I, I think so. If the Pistons were in it, you know I would be all over that. <laughs> if the Wings were in it, I definitely would be watching. And I, I'm going to watch the hockey. Um, so I am excited to get on it. And we just don't – you can watch it all online streaming, but we don't have women doing the cable at the house either. So there's some upward – well, that, that is something else I was thinking. At the very beginning, I didn't watch the whole, like, first weekend of uh, of hockey being back. And I didn't watch for a couple of days. And I was so in the rhythm of, like, not watching sports that I didn't really need them. Like, I don't know. I didn't didn't really want to watch right. that much. I was, like, golfing and fishing and, you know, doing, like, Cape Cod white boy things. And then I started watching when the hockey was on at noon during work and then I would end up like then I finally kind of sunk back in and I'd end up watching until uh midnight (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, there was one day where I was like oh my god it's midnight I've been watching since noon 12 straight hours and uh do being productive doing work if any of my employers or co-workers are listening to this um I I have my laptop Right next to, just like right now, I'm I have the Canadians Flyers game on, and I'm doing this amazing podcast, and our listeners are definitely vibing with this one so far. Yeah, no, this has been one of our better episodes, I think. Uh, just chatting about how much we've either enjoyed or not enjoyed the return of sports on a broad basis. Um, I think this is definitely going to be a B team classic for. For the records, one day. All, all 23 minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, I, I think so, too. Once I get back in the groove, I think a lot of people – and I was actually talking to a, um, another buddy who was similar uh, – who loves sports but was saying that they haven't got into it yet because they got used to not seeing it. And I think once people that – love sports get back into watching it then it'll feel it's like riding a bike you know you just never forget how to watch sports but you got to get back mm-hmm. on that bike you got to yeah. get back on that bike and it's like an attention span thing like i feel like my attention span I'm, i found myself on my phone a little bit more than i usually mm-hmm. am because i'm on my phone a lot during the day because we work from home but like i it's i'm i don't have the attention span i gotta it's like a uh mental mental callus you know you kind of got to build that callus and to to just shut everything off shut all the dark thoughts out you know just focus on the puck you know mm-hmm. definitely just i focus on the puck i think that's why football is such a good sport is yeah. because you can have that short attention span and then like just zone out until the next play every other sport you kind of got to be watching the whole time um, especially baseball very high well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a fair point. Baseball yeah, baseball is the most boring sport I've ever seen. Too much seen. pause. Too much Too pause. much pausing. Too much pause. You know, I thought I was going to watch more baseball just because, like, sports were back, and it was one of the first ones back. But I haven't – I couldn't do it. No. <laughs> even, watch it. even when teams are putting up, like, massive runs, I still can't watch it. Yeah. It's just not – it's just not interesting. Really Playoff isn't. baseball is so much better. So much regular. better. It's so much better. Absolutely. It's so regular much season fun. just like doesn't mean that much at all. What do you think about championships and their weight in this year's uh, round of sports? Do you feel the teams are going to feel uh, that same sense of pride when they win the 
NHL Stanley I Cup. I think Stanley Cup and probably NBA. I haven't really watched any, but I think those two were part of the season that they played most of. And watching these hockey games so far, it's felt very much like normal playoffs. I think they're going to, you know, they don't have fans, but like it's, it's going to, I think it's, it's pretty legit. I don't know about baseball with this weird, half the fucking teams aren't even playing. St. Louis has only played two games, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's the most insane thing I've ever Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the league's still going on and one team's only played two games. Yeah, like that stuff can't really, I don't know. I'm sure they're still going to be pumped and they're still going to like get really fucked up. But then, Jerry, uh, you wouldn't understand this probably, but when teams win, you get to have a parade. Mm. And uh, they're re- like, they're awesome. Uh, the Bruins parade 2011 was, and when I thought they were going to win last year, that's what I was most excited for Then They blew it. Uh, and if they won this year, we wouldn't be able to do a parade. And so that kind of, you know, it's still awesome, but it is kind of a bummer. If we I remember a fucking parade from 2008. Okay. Not that far off from 2011, <laughs> actually. Thank you very much. That's true. And you're right. The parades are going to be very impact. Probably the first thing cut. In, in, in the times of COVID. The parade market? Uh, the parade market not well. yeah. is not doing well. I mean, there's a lot there. The, the, the banisters that have to be set up, the rafters, okay? I think those are the same things, and I don't think neither of them are real words either. <laughs> they both have to be set up, and you know what I'm talking about. That I do. Decimated. That's good parade talk, Jerry. Really good parade talk. Yep. Also, good uh, renaissance fair or, like, carnival talk. Yeah. Need a lot of need a yeah. lot of banisters and a lot of uh, barricades for those. There should be a stimulus package for like Renaissance fairs, bulls, yeah. hunting ride workers, uh, yeah. lots of industries that are very uh, misinfected by confetti. Uh, the confetti market. Confetti is fucked. Okay. Well, counterpoint, they're still gonna uh, drop confetti probably at some of these championships that you say aren't That's gonna. True. Count. But there's going to be confetti. Well, I so. didn't say they were anything. I, I, I was wondering what you thought. Of asking, yeah. Well, maybe it was a little leading. I don't uh, think they're going to be the full. I don't think that you can feel that. I don't think you can feel the, feel the full weight of the championship based I know on you, everything that's happening. As a happened. podcast host, you were leading leading question. I know yeah. you your opinion in here. <laughs> you saw right through it. Um, hey, yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of incredible opinions how about our guest last week for our loyal listeners who are you might be binging if you haven't seen the pga championship somehow in your binge and maybe an alternative universe you can just listen to our episode and still bet on it somehow and win listen to our guy spence picked the freaking winner by the way spence we didn't talk about it. he's going to come back on for the u.s open preview he also wrote an article before the FIFA World Cup, and he titled it Why Croatia Will Win the World Cup. And his editor thought it was too uh, too much, too big of a prediction to make. So wow. why Croatia could win the World Cup. So that was his final article. And, you know, they ended up losing. They were running around. Yeah. yeah. And he, so he calls that. Then he calls uh, the PGA Championship winner incredible. Yeah, we got to get him on more for more yeah. school. We got to get him on for like when track and field comes back too. That's and if we can bet on that, ooh, there oh, could yeah. be a market there because yeah, that, there, yeah, could be there could be a market Absolutely. there. 
this could be I think nice. we should explore we that option a little more. We finally found our niche. <laughs> <laughs> finally. Well, people finally. really enjoyed the rowing episode. So that's true too. You know, maybe maybe we did find our niche. Maybe we just interview like athletes from Olympic sports. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. and just focus it on that. We'll have a poll. We'll have a poll in our Instagram. Okay, we'll do a poll. It's next week. Do you want <laughs> sports stories, <laughs> Olympic athlete interviews, people that watch Olympic sports exclusively, or the major for American sports? Yeah. Or cricket. Mm. Get trick horn into throwing in a cricket yeah, vote. Exactly. Yeah, we'll nice. get horn on. Yeah. So maybe uh, we've talked a lot. This has been a sports heavy episodes are so <laughs> I kind of and I know that we don't you know we don't always talk all sports so kind of had um some uh I was I was on Wikipedia the other day and I was looking do you guys uh remember Kids Bop? Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Of course. Duh. Okay. Kids Bop. I was just thinking about them how just like fascinating it is. But uh they have sold more albums than Madonna and Bruce Springsteen. Uh, they have sold, they've had 22 top 10 albums on Billboard 200. Uh, Billboard magazine, based off of their, on like how much they've sold and how much they've topped the charts, Kids Bop is the number four artist of all time. No. That's insane. <laughs> based off of like how much they've made and brought in and popularity, they're the number four artist of all time. Did you guys buy Kids Pop CDs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? No. I didn't, no. I did once because I thought, I saw the song list. And I was like, what a great compilation. And so I bought, and I saw the ad and they were singing. I was like, oh, it's just the ad. And then we bought it and then they were all singing. And I I was like, I didn't know kids were going to be singing. Yeah. That's, yep. Did that happen to you, Pimo? No. I didn't buy it. I never bought it. I was never. Well, I didn't buy it. A friend had it. And did the, I was like, oh, I'm interested. Let's. I love this song list. Right. And you turn it on. It's just kids singing the fucking good songs. And like, yeah, Why yeah. dude, they're bangers too. That's the thing. Like the whole CDs could be awesome, but and they would. It's just kids. It's kids, and they also. I didn't realize this until I read the Wikipedia. It's a great read. Um, but they would like sing really risque songs and just change the lyrics like so kids could sing them and mm. and so like they, the, the songs would be nonsense sometimes because they'd be about like fucking and the kids right. would know what they would say you said this the wikipedia no. article yeah yeah it's good read wikipedia will we get that up on our insta we'll, we'll post we'll post okay. it yeah uh, it's a great read and then they also uh like they tour and they've made a ton of money touring and they were supposed to tour this summer. They were going to play at Red Rocks, but COVID, COVID oh, fucking canceled COVID. the kids Bob summer tour. And they have a rotating like gang of child musicians that they bring along the country every single year since 2000. No way. I think we have an early scoop on kids Bob B team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, it's definitely getting included in the title. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. We've talked about enough kids bop to like get it included. Damn, it's, dude. I, yeah. I didn't think of any of that. I hadn't thought about kids bop and God only knows how long. That they just take how, great songs and ruin them. Yeah. And make money off of kids. And make so much more money and become the fourth highest 
uh, artist ever selling art. There, there should be a documentary on uh, like life after kids, Bob. And mm. so I'll go, because we have 20 years of data right now seeing these kids fucked up from being kids, Bob stars. Like they just had a, I don't know. We, we need to track some. If we could get an interview, I wonder if our producer, Jake uh, Williamson, could get a kids Bob kid. <laughs> I, we should get a kids Bob kid who's like 27 now. A kid. Uh, let's get a kids Bob kid on the beach team. It's like Benny the kids Bob man. He's, a, yeah. he's saying, who, he's sung 50 Cent, uh, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Uh, saying candy shop, except it was actually about candy. Yeah, it was actually about going to the candy shop. And now he's an accountant. <laughs> uh, let's get him. Let's find a kids' bop kid. Retired kids' bop kid. We're gonna have to get Jake on that. Yeah, Jake. We'll send him on a mission. Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised what you can find on the web these days. So let's do our, what's another segment? What's our another new segment? What are we eating while we're, while we're recording? <laughs> um, yeah, it's a fortune cookie. Cool. I just had an Oreo. <laughs> I just had an Oreo about three minutes ago. You're eating a fortune cookie and you're, oh my, you're eating Oreos. What are you guys eating? Wow. That's great. What was your, Lee, is that it? A hot pocket, a double-sized hot pocket in your yeah. hand, right? I don't need ham and cheese, dude. Oh, I thought you were better than that. God, ham and cheese hot pocket, dude. Ugh, it's gross. Chocolate chip pop tart. <laughs> <laughs> what was your fortune? One more start for content. What was your fortune, Pimo? Fortune. <laughs> this is the new segment. <laughs> what was your last fortune? Oh wow, fortune? it's a great one. Okay, great minds must be ready not only to take opportunities but to make them. Mm. Wow, that's good. That's good. I think a lot of our listeners just took that opportunity to turn us <laughs> off. <laughs> it's this is such a tough uh, podcast to market because. Uh, mm we have all these sports on right now. And like, we were talking about sports for a while mm-hmm. and we got into fortunes. Yeah. Some people Oreos. are probably, some people are probably like, Oh, I like fortune cookie and the kids bought part. But then if, yeah. we, um, if we like get, do some like marketing on Instagram and get that like NFL memes guy to post some of our content. Right. Weird NFL fans are like, why aren't they talking about like the players who have opted out right now? Why the fuck are they talking about kids? Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah there's that it's a balance it's we have balance. to we have to strike and it's really difficult there's a I niche our, somewhere there's a niche yeah, for us there's somewhere. a niche yeah. somewhere and what didn't we figure it out it might be um predicting track and field events and betting on it but track and field betting that could be our niche what i think it's going to be is we're going to blow up whenever lee's mic arrives <laughs> <laughs> I'll order one. I'll on air order a mic right now. Is Lee gonna order a mic? I think <laughs> his still is in transit. It's I got a mic. I just the splitter didn't work, and then I ordered another splitter, and then the pandemic hit. Yeah, pandemic claimed another life. 
and yeah, I mean, it's just like kids pop and uh, the validity of these championships, you know, co- claimed another thing here. And I never got the splitter. You can see Lee is now uh, searching for his microphone B Team Gold listeners. Doesn't use Amazon, as you can see, Lee boycotts Amazon. Hashtag boycott Amazon. Uh, oh, yeah. Lee only supports local. So exactly. it looks like you're on Boston Mics. Yep, that's it. With a K, right? <laughs> yeah, Boston <laughs> Mics with a K. It's actually just a pastry shop. <laughs> Getting a couple of Ripley's. Yeah. All right, I've got Boston a question. Mike here. Yeah. I've got a question, not sports related at all. Who are the top three highest grossing artists ahead of Kick, uh, Kids Bob? Okay, this is a great question. Yeah. I, I don't know. I did not read that. So I have no okay. idea either. All right, all right. Okay. Let's guess. Um, the Beatles. I'm Beatles. putting them up there too. So we all have yeah. the Beatles. Okay. Um, Michael? Oh, I would say Michael. Did you say Michael? I would yeah. also say Michael too. Yeah. I think he's actually number one. Yeah. I think you go J, and then the Beatles, and then who would be the third? Yeah, this is where it could get interesting. I bet it would be. Some, I bet it could be someone like modernish, like uh, mm. like Madonna. No, not Madonna. No, we know Ma- Madonna's after Kids Pop. We know oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Like Celine. Not Dion. Beyonce. Celine Dion. No. No, I think Beyonce is more along the right track. Beyonce mm-hmm. could be it. Um, I mean, you could I, maybe the Stones, but I don't think so. I think the Beatles. I don't take think that so. Classic rock category. I think it would go. I to think the a guess that would depend on how they classify this is probably not like Billboard's number three. But uh, you guys know what the highest grossing song of all time is? The yodeling song by the Walmart Boy. Yeah, love okay. sick. By the other thing, Walmart boy. No, uh, I, I have no idea. It's it's Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Mm, okay, I like that. I like the a Jimmy whole, Buffett call. A whole company like started and had to pay him for the rights to that name, and so that song made a ton of money. But also, every Margaritaville, like the margarita makers that are extremely popular, that money goes to Jimmy Buffett. So yeah. that that song has made more money than any other song. So I don't think board does it like that but i don't know that, that's a good guess i would not be surprised if that ended up being it word okay that could be it check it out let's do it yeah let's do it actually arcade fire Ooh. <laughs> no way but on um, ivor oh yeah no that's a that's a good you need 2003 american idol winner ruben stuttered yeah, yeah. Maroon Five. Maroon Five. Did you guys see that halftime show? Maroon Five has probably made a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be like U2, right? No, no. It wouldn't be U2. Um, I had one, but then I forgot what it was. It could be some like dancey stuff too. Madonna's like a good guess because like that's like everyone listened to. Yeah, I think. MJ and the Beatles are definitely on there. Definitely top two. Third one is a mystery. All right, and, you turn and pull it up. Yeah. So, from what I'm seeing, 
it's this whatever list of artists by reputed sales. Reputed sales. <laughs> the Beatles are number one. Elvis Presley, two. Oh. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, three. Elvis. Wow. Elvis is the one we missed. And then it's Elton yeah. John, four, not Kids Bop in this list. So maybe yeah. I wonder where they have Kids Bop. <laughs> this, I think they're excluding Kids Bop. Unfair. Okay. That's, that's also, really unfair. I'm also seeing one that has the Stones at number two. Mm. John at three, and then Mariah Carey at number four. Wow. Because Mar- Mariah Carey's uh, Christmas song just carries mm. her. It's the team on her back every uh, single Every year. Have yourself a very Merry Christmas. Yeah. Her, ver- her version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Mm. Absolutely you know yeah yeah totally good, slaps good memories good memories right Lee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, never forget christmas of 2014 i don't remember that one oh uh, that remember when you did that thing when you were screaming about how Barack Obama was unfit to be president, and no, that wasn't definitely not me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Barack was Obama. You. No, I, I definitely supported Obama. You were, you were really uh, drunk. You were like uh, blacked out. You were like blacked uh, out, and you were like McCain won the election. Absolutely not. The only one here, actually, I did door to door. I canvassed for President Obama. Thank and, you very much. And for Mark. And for Mark Udall, right? And for Mark yeah. Udall. How'd that not campaign a, go? Not as successful as a campaign of a campaign. Right. That one was tough. That one was uh, tough. How, how much – you did door-to-door canvassing for a Democratic candidate in Colorado Springs? In the Colorado Springs. Very weird experience. How was that? Odd. Um, the first person's door I knocked on, um, there – so on the canvassing chart – there's a box where you can kind of get to a home and there is like, you know, answered or didn't answer, um, said they couldn't talk. Um, then there's like an unsafe, did not want to approach. And the house just was like, really didn't look great. And I like get to the door uh, and this guy was probably very high on some sort of meth or crack. It was very sad very sad situation. There's like a baby crying, um, another person yelling behind. He had really fucked up eyes and was telling me to get off his property. And I was like, okay, I'm here with President Obama. Hi, you gonna vote? Are you registered to vote? Like, get out of here. I was like, oh my God, it was the very first house in Colorado Springs. So wow. that was an experience. What a and, story. Yeah. It was it was odd. Should have just checked that did not want to approach box, but Instead, I, I checked the not registered to vote you yet. Will return later. <laughs> so you had, to, you had to check that if you saw a house and you, ske- you were sketched, you would say unsafe don't want or something. Huh. I, I don't sounds know. problematic. Yeah. That's it kind of does sound problematic. But 
Um, I mean, I never checked that box, obviously. Of course not. Never. No, we love our, our poor neighborhoods. I, well, everyone, and it wasn't even, sometimes maybe it was like a stairwell that uh, um, didn't have, that wasn't supported well, good lighting, or maybe the railing was broken, you know, unsafe situations like that. I don't really know what that entailed, but we want everyone to register to vote. Um, I had a Springs, Colorado Springs story I actually told uh, the other day that I kind of forgot about, and we probably should tell the B team because it was absolutely insane. I think both of you guys were there, but we were like, we were smoking on someone's porch after a party one night. It was pretty late, and some like kind of mangy looking guy came up to the porch with this vi- way more mangy dog with him. And he was like, Hey guys, like, what's up? Like, could I? Uh, my dog is super thirsty. Like, could I maybe get a, get a, some water for the dog? And we were at, I think we were at Scott Broadbent's house, someone like that. It's like, yeah, sure. And they like went in and, and they had a little dog bowl and they filled the dog bowl up with water. And we like, the guy sat down and like, he's like, Oh, thanks guys. Like she really appreciates it. And the dog was like licking the, the water in the bowl. He was kind of sitting there and like, we were like, so like, what do you, what do you do? And he's like, Oh, well, I like, Work for a tattoo parlor and he picked up the dog bowl and was like and just like <laughs> bowl that this gross dog was also yep. and he was like yeah my wife actually works at mountain mama in town makes sandwiches and just like <laughs> a whole bowl of water that dog had like also drank from and then he's like anyway guys like have a great night like god bless you guys <laughs> and we're like we could we could have gotten you yeah last. Like, what the hell? Or why would you let the dog drink out of it first if that was your plan all along? Like, that's, you know, it's, it's suspect all around. If he, like, was too embarrassed to ask us for water or if he really, like, doesn't give a shit about sharing. <laughs> or was anything else he was saying legit, you know? <laughs> no. Oh, he said his wife, like, owned Mountain Mama, which was no way. That no was, way. Yeah. Why are you asking for random people's dog water bowls and drinking out of them i also don't yeah, think own, a lot of tattoo artists drink water out of dog bowls that's not really a no have a that, steady well, job kind of move you know you'd be surprised you'd yeah, be surprised actually very and we have lots of tattoo artists listeners yeah. we love our tattoo artists we love we our tattoos tattoo artists. <laughs> a lot of We'll say we have a lot we of love a beautiful tattoo, tattoo listener. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful to work. Beautiful people. Well, <laughs> well, I think that. Do we have a guest? That extensively long pause, <laughs> I think, is no. a clear indication that this episode is wrapping up. For me, it kind of cut out a little bit, but yeah, you know, I think we've uh, explored all sports. Uh, I don't really think I don't know if we've been able to secure a guest. I know I I did not. I did it. Did I texted, you? I texted O'Neill if he wanted to come on. He didn't respond. Mm. Mm. Like it's because of the Shout B team curse. I think it's the B team curse. Yeah. Well, yeah. O'Neill is someone we should definitely get on because he. Okay, as I recall, we should wrap this wrap this this all together because he might come on soon. But didn't he say? something about being pepper sprayed on a live stream so remember our interview with him our yes. great, I remember groundbreaking 
he would have gotten he was down to get pepper sprayed on a B team live stream right thing. And uh the Columbus Blue Jackets pulled off yet upset against Toronto in the play in round. They're playing one of the favorites to win the cup, Tampa Bay, the team they swept last year, which he promised to eat a squirrel for if that happened. And it happened, he never did it. So they're playing each other again. They went to five overtimes last night. That's that's the game I watched. They're playing tomorrow, game two. I, I Maybe we can get them to get pepper sprayed on the B team live feed. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to arrange this. Yeah. Well, I'd be willing to pay for that. I'd pay good money for that. I think our producer is going to have some homework tonight. Yeah. Yeah, which is good because he doesn't have a day job, so it makes things a lot easier. When he... Oh, yeah, he got laid off, right? Yeah, yeah, damn Wuhan flu. Yeah. How's he been, Pimo? You've been running into our producer a lot in Denver. What's he been doing? What have I been doing or what has he been doing? What's he been doing? Dude, he's out of his mind, man. He's just been, like, raging bars. Um, he's been driving drunk. Yeah. And just, like, is a Terrible. menace, dude. He is a menace. That's yeah, producer. I mean, how he got how he got wicked addicted to salvia, right? Isn't yeah, that- dude. He, uh, he jumped out of his apartment window because he wow. thought his apartment's on fire because he smoked too much salvia. And then drove, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, no, he shotgunned two four locos and then drove because he says he's oh like needs a bus to drive these days. I get that. Yeah, that's why there was a delay on the Spence episode, dude. I mm. couldn't, I could not find him for a while. Gotta get that guy off the street. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish we could fire him, but he does such great editing work. Yeah, no, I he's mean, good at his job when he does his job. That's the thing. Yeah. We weren't nominated for best short podcast editing for no reason at all, you know. Yeah, it's good. Like, while we have a salvia addicted drunk driving madman mm. in the city of Denver and going to way too many bars during a pandemic, yeah, not we have our hands tied here. We cannot fire him. No, he needs us as much as we need him. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. Then what? Blood is on our hands if we fire him. Right. He's going downhill. Not that I want to fire him. He does, he does great work. Oh, he does he great does, work. Yeah. We might be paying him a little bit too. We live different personal lives. He needs to yeah. you know, do better. Yeah. I think we could maybe negotiate his salary down a little bit. Yeah. I think we have some leverage. Yeah, I think we got and You don't get as popular as we do and not have a little cash to spend, so... That's true. <laughs> and not have a little leverage. Yeah. <laughs> More like a lot of leverage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what are you saying? I I was hoping you knew. Because I did it. Okay. I feel like that would have been a good time for the music to kind of come in on the outro. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll cut it off. Yeah. Just one like, last thing. One last thing. <laughs> yeah, one last thing. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to try one last thing again because last week it went so horribly wrong. <laughs> I started talking about the Lions. I don't know. I was trying to explain yeah. it. But it went horribly right, too, because Spent picked. He did. That's right. To win. Yeah, Crazy. no, it did. That was, that was a good call. Really saved it. Um, one last thing. 
Uh, blow pops are way better than Tootsie Pops. I like the gum in the middle. Mm. One last thing. One last thing. Otter pops are better than any of those pops. One last thing. Uh, one last thing. Um, otters can open people's coolers and take fish that they've caught out of them and they will teach their young to do the same. They've kind of adapted so much into our world that you'll see mother otters teaching baby otters to open up a cooler and steal someone's fish. And now I'm sitting at the end of the month, I just made it like you made the B team. And like your daddy's wife, you making a coffee. You heard the AG alien, so back the hell up off. Softly as if I play piano in the dark. Found a way to channel my anger, not to involve. The world's a stage and everybody got to play their part. God works in mysterious ways. So when he starts the job of speaking through us, we be so sincere with this here. No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal clear as day. Put my block away, I got a stronger weapon that never runs out of ammunition, so I'm ready for war, okay? Hold your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care. And if you like fishing grits and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, oh.